Good morning, everybody. Happy to have you along with us. Uh, Here's an interesting story. Uh, Cases of osteoarthritis have more than doubled in Canada over the last 30 years. This according to a new study, which also predicts the condition could affect up to 1 billion people. That's billion with a B, uh, worldwide by 2050. The study found that between 1990 and 2020, cases of osteoarthritis rose to 595 million from 256 million globally. That's an increase of 132%. In Canada, cases went up from 1.8 million to 4.1 million over that uh, same time period. Osteoarthritis is the most common form of, of arthritis, can be quite painful, typically affects the hands, knees, and hips, According to the study, uh, the progressive condition currently affects 15% of the global population over the age of 30. So to talk about this, we're joined by Dr. Tom Appleton, Chief of Rheumatology at St. Joseph's Healthcare London and Associate Professor of uh, Physiology and Pharmacology at Western University. I appreciate the time today. My pleasure. Happy to be with you, Devin. These are some staggering numbers. Do they surprise you at all? Well, I mean, I, I think anytime we hear stories about osteoarthritis increasing, we're maybe not too surprised because that's kind of been the trend for quite some time. But what is staggering about these numbers is really just the, the global burden overall to be projected to be up to a billion people. Uh, it really just has a, a, a really important message for us to understand for our healthcare systems and for how we're going to function as a population going forward. Well, you kind of read my mind for my next question in terms of what kind of stress this could put on the uh, Canadian healthcare system. Well, absolutely. I mean, chronic diseases are diseases that we live with for a long time. And in the case of osteoarthritis, many people suffer with this condition for decades uh, and often end up having substantial disability as a result of that. So that has important implications for the number of other conditions that we suffer with, including heart disease, uh, but just the reduced amount of mobility and independence really adds to the needs that people have throughout their lives to uh, rely on caregivers, to rely on family members, and certainly for healthcare system needs to see physicians and therapists and, and other different types of care. Do we know why we've seen these rates go up? Well, there are some insights that are presented in this this study that you're referring to, and some of the most important ones that come out are our population is living longer on average, and because we know that osteoarthritis is associated with increasing age, and because the average age of the members of the population has been increasing for the last 30 years, that, that may be part of it. The other thing that really comes up in the study is the focus on obesity. And we know that obesity rates are increasing uh, around the world. Uh, we often hear statistics that is the United States, but uh, almost 40% of Canadians uh, are struggling with obesity. And this is a major risk factor for developing and for progressing osteoarthritis, not just because of the weight, but also because of the impacts on our tissues to be able to heal, and that includes our joints. Uh, and chronic inflammation that can be caused by obesity. Is this something that affects men more than women, women more than men, or is it somewhat equal? Um, Most uh, types of arthritis, unfortunately, uh, affect women uh, disproportionately. So more women are affected uh, by osteoarthritis and other rheumatic conditions as well. 
Um, and about 61% of women are currently affected by osteoarthritis, according to this study, compared to 39% of men. Um, obviously, the numbers are staggering, but, uh, uh, but, but female sex is associated with uh, worse outcomes from osteoarthritis as well as just being more common. Do we know why that is? Well, there are some thoughts, and, and some of that research actually is quite a few decades old. Um, there is an increase in rates of osteoarthritis after menopause, and so the link between um, hormones and osteoarthritis has been known for quite some time. But we're starting to get some more insights now into how men and women are different in terms of the types of inflammation and the responses to chronic inflammation that men and women have. And there seems to be um, a, a different type of inflammation that women will present with compared to men. And we see this coming up in quite a few diseases, including chronic heart disease, as well as in osteoarthritis. Is there anything people can do to prevent it, or are there good practices that could also potentially benefit this, but other, other, other areas as well or in terms of your health? Right. So we obviously want to try to prevent diseases as much as possible. And I think the, the best way to prevent osteoarthritis is uh, uh, really to try to prevent things like obesity and to stay physically active, whether that means exercise to you or just being physically active day to day. We know that the risk of injury is less if you're physically fit, and we know that the joints will tend to be in better health if you're physically active. But if you're, unfortunately, the one in five Canadians who develops osteoarthritis, that doesn't mean that you've failed or that you can't do anything about it. On the other hand, you can continue to be physically active and try to protect your joints. And a lot of people actually decrease their activity when they get arthritis because it hurts, and that makes a lot of sense. But in fact, lots of studies have shown that exercise and even just general physical activity can reduce the symptoms of osteoarthritis over time. And dealing with other comorbidities, things like obesity, like high blood pressure, etc., all can help to reduce the rate of osteoarthritis progressing. Is there anything you hope people take from a study like this, maybe for the individual doing, you know, exercise like you mentioned, but also if this is going to, you know, put more pressure on the healthcare system, it's something we need to be planning for. Yeah, and I think you've really hit the nail on the head there, Devin. I mean, as individuals, we need to do everything we can to look after ourselves, and that goes for arthritis just as well as it does for heart disease. But we also need to look out for each other. And I think our health system is really struggling right now with the way that it's designed and the demands on our system from a lot of different angles, including complex chronic diseases like osteoarthritis. And uh, we're going to have to prepare for this. There's going to continue to be a number, uh, rise in the number of cases of arthritis, and there's going to be continued increases in demands. We're going to have to think about how we deliver care, who's delivering it, where, and, and how often, and really focus on what matters for people. So I think this is something that we're going to take away in the health system that our governments and uh, others who are helping to administer health care have uh, a lot of information now to start thinking about how to get ready for the future. It's quite interesting. Certainly appreciate the time today. Thank you very much. Thanks, Don. That's Dr. Tom Appleton, Tom Appleton Chief of Rheumatology at St. Joseph Healthcare London, also Associate Professor over at Western University. A new study out says cases of osteoarthritis have more than doubled in Canada over the last 30 years, according to a new study which predicts the condition could affect up to 1 billion people worldwide by 2050.